Friday night, 11.15 p.m. in the East. Streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy Adam Burns from Arkansas. Adam, how are you this evening? I'm just putting a little stevia in my coffee right now. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. You know, uh, this is a callback. Once again, something that was in pre-show. Are we all cleared it up? That is, in fact, stevia. I know I'm not supposed to, but it does give you a chance to advertise. Mm Mm-hmm. It does. Level 13. It does. Uh, so someone in the chat room is asking where I'm from. I guess that's not part of the intro. Right? It's, it's Friday night. Uh, I can't do it without the music because I, I kind of do it to the beat. But it's time for Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer. I don't know that it's important where I'm at. Have you ever said where you're from? I don't think. Well, I used to say from the Palatial Pride 48 Studios. But, I, you, I, but you've never said... From Connecticut, I'm Daniel, and from the great state of Arkansas, it's at like... Or yeah, I know, yeah. From Florida, you're always in a non-disclosed right. sort of location. It's like I'm, you're in I'm, a studio. I'm like Johnny Goodman. I'm just, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the man in the, in the, uh, in the booth. I'm, I'm, well, I he, could be anywhere. So Scott in the chat room, not to be confused with anti-Scott in the chat room, just Scott, said, but you point out Adam is from Arkansas. It's a little bit of a burn, you know... No, no one wants not. to be from Arkansas. No, I think it's more and of a so, case. All right. Yeah, you're right. And then maybe I should change it. But I think the original reason for doing it is I take a lot of pride in the fact that we are 800, 1800. I don't know how many miles apart we are. We're, we're quite, we're not near each other. Yes. And yet, if you didn't know that and you listened to our show, you would think that we were sitting next to each other in you know, some kind of studio, right? It's like, true. it's, so I've always taken pride in that. And so it's just kind of my little way of like setting that up front is like, Hey, we're not even in the same place, you know, kind of thing. And I, I, I think that was the original reasoning for me wanting to point out that you were in Arkansas, but I think I don't mind you saying I'm from Arkansas. It's and I fine. think, you know what? I, I'm going to go back. I am from Arkansas. I, I mean, I'm thinking back. Cause remember our previous show, Dubious Intent, was actually a previous show of mine where I had two co-hosts. I had Alden and I had Anne. And I think that's where the from started because I would be, it's the laconic Boy Scout from Florida and then the Anne, the Naughty Bed Monkey, and myself here in South Carolina. So I think it was also one of those because he used to record his own track. It was, it was the same concept as to why I wanted to specify that we weren't all in the same place. But I remember, I remember there being drama. About his Zoom recorder going out at some point and all of this stuff that you guys would talk about. It was always a it was always a hardship for him to have to record himself. Alden is a very sweet man. And I love him to death. Uh, We Zach and I have actually gone to movies and dinner with uh, Alden and Christopher back before the pandemic set in. Right. So, I mean, I, I love I've known Alden for 15, 20 years, whatever. No, 15 years. And yeah. I love Alden. I love Christopher, his 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 partner. Uh, I love his kids, which, by the way, his oldest kid is now fucking like twenty. Yeah, I'm just uh, like, what the fuck? Stop growing, kid. You're just dragging the rest of us with you. Just stop it. You need to be eleven. Go back and be eleven again, so that I can be, you know, only fifty two instead of sixty two. Anyway, uh, the thing is, Adam. 
I forgot where I parked my bike. What did, what did I say? What did I? What were we talking about? We were talking about Alden. I, oh, he's just not really technically savvy. So every week, I would have to help him set up the mixer that he had. And it's not like the brand new Roadcaster available from Road Electronics, the uh, Roadcaster the, Pro, which is a special discount code mix, right, minus. mix minus at checkout. No, this is unlike the Roadcaster Pro, which is already mix minus for you. It's it's quite a little ordeal to get people to mix minus their mixers because the have we ever talked about I'm sure we've talked about this on the show but but the, once you do it yeah I know once you've done it but he remember done. he had kids so he couldn't yeah. leave it out for the rest of the week he couldn't leave the mixer and stuff laying on the table for the rest of the week because his kids would mess with it so he would pack it away after each show which meant that he was always redoing the cords every time. This has been a fascinating, you know, you know, people are really, this I is, want to say this. Is a this. fascinating conversation. This yeah. is only um, tangentially related, but speaking of leaving your mixer out, anyone who visits my house or any other houses that I've ever lived in, they are always very impressed when they come into the studio and they see the monitors and the mixer with all the lights on and the microphone it's very impressive right. for people they and say, then they listen oh, to your what podcast do you do? what are you oh how, how dare you how dare you sir and they say man this is such quality audio mm-hmm. yeah hey aren't you the voice of walmart aren't you the internal oh, yeah. walmart podcast guy i am well soon to be soon i to know be. i was screaming at you in the car the other day i don't know why you didn't hear me you should call in when you want to scream at <laughs> Because me. you're talking about, you know, private RSS feeds and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I know this one. Anyway, it's, uh, yeah, I was just screaming at it. It's like, I used to, I used to subscribe to uh, the Tom Hartman show and I would have to log in to, because it was a private RSS. It wasn't a private RSS feed. It was a, it was a RSS feed that required authentication. And you, uh, iTunes supported it. And I believe it still does. Well, but that's still, there's still a chance that if someone had the password, they could, I really want something. No, no, no. That, it requires a username and password, which you could disable. It's a token. It's like once, well, once they've registered as the one and you turn that token off, they're, they're turned off. Yeah. But I still, I know that's possible, but I, and we have not talked about that on this show. So people are maybe. Confused. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm All right. So to- for reference, you need to go back and listen to the geeky gay, <laughs> gay. 2462, I think I, is that episode. I am possibly going to do an internal podcast in Walmart and I'm lamenting o- over how to distribute that RSS feed only internally to Walmart because people's phones and tablets are not able to connect to the internal network. Right. So that means the normal way that you would download a podcast by having a, a podcatcher on your phone and subscribing yep. would not work. And I still think Yes, you could do an authenticated podcast. You still have to have a special podcatcher that allows you to do that, which most of them do not. But the I really am thinking I only want it to be available on the internal network. Seriously, not, I would not then to just the external internet. Then just go make a power app in Microsoft 365. Just make a power app that requires them to because uh, you can set the authentication on that and then just basically just list all the episodes in there and then that way they can put it on their phone because you can take those power apps and put them directly on your phone as an app. 
Anyway, that's not important. Welcome to the uh, the really there. the really boring uh, technical podcast where we talk about things that were talked about on another podcast that you oh, may yeah. or may not have listened to, and we're going to just uh, treat it as if you had. Hey, that's but the show, hang in right? There that's because the we're going to get to much more interesting <laughs> that's right. topics right in the next few minutes. No, right now we are. Adam, oh. you're, you you scribbled down here about the Disney annual pass. I can only guess that you're talking about what has been in the news over the last day yes. or so where Disney is uh, ending their annual pass program at Disneyland. Yeah, and I now I did not read this article. So Mark Mark saw this headline. I don't know if he read the article, mm-hmm. but he knows how much of a Disney head you are. <laughs> Disney head. And I know that the article said Disneyland, which I know is not the one in Florida. Mm-hmm. But he said, you know, you need to bring that up to Daniel because he's a big Disney file. That's right. And I'm sure he's an annual pass right. holder. Hold on. Hold on. I have, I, have, I have a song here from you from the uh, world famous Wheezy Waiter. Here we go. A headline's not an article. A tweet is not an article. An update's but a particle of an in-depth fleshed out fact based source back. Here's what happened. Read the whole thing. It's too much to fit in while they're catching eyeballs for your click count article. There you go. So... <laughs> So I wanted to get your, I knew you would know about this. And he said, you should bring this up to Daniel because they're doing away. Well, per the headline, they're doing away with the annual pass at Disneyland. Correct. Now, I don't know why they would get rid of the annual pass at Disneyland and not Disney World because it's the same company. But I assumed it would have said Disney World if it was, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because I'm, I assume you are an annual pass holder. And if you're Nico Martinez, for instance, mm-hmm. it may have impact you. It would impact Nico Martinez if he was a Disneyland annual pass holder. He would have gotten a refund for his unused time, which is what they were sending out. Uh, so, yeah, the, even though you could say that the two parks are owned by the same company. The big, huge difference right now is that the Florida parks are open <laughs> and generating money, whereas the California parks have been closed since March. And there's no real scenario where it would open before next, this coming March. So you're talking about people that have paid potentially for an entire year of an annual pass without the park even been open for them to be able to go to. But so, are they getting rid of the annual pass or are they So just- I think what they're doing, it, it, this is one of those times where they're trying to hedge their bets. The, the two parks are different from the standpoint of the, the crowds that they attract. The Orlando Disney World, Walt Disney World, is the number one tourist destination in the world. And it attracts a very large international audience as well as people from around the United States. Um, it, it is the, the place where, you know, people go, there's an entire, you know, universe down here. You have not only Walt Disney world with its four parks, but you have universal studios with their two parks. You have SeaWorld, you have uh, Bush gardens, you have tons of theme parks all in this area. And in an area of central Florida that caters to vacationing and, and what, anyway, the point is, is that the California park on the other hand is not in a very central place of the population up there, right? It's it's one of, it's kind of an Orange County. It's the closest airport that you could fly into to go to Disneyland, I think, is Santa Ana, which is still like almost an hour drive. So it's not like, 
anyway, it, what what happens in the makeup of the guests is that Disneyland tends to have 70% of their audience are locals, people from California. So they, they have a very over 50% um, local, whereas here in Florida, we have over 50% international. So well, unless you were, so I don't want to different, two very different artists. So what I'm saying, if most of your income is coming from locals and most of those people are annual pass holders, then they're, they're probably just rethinking some stuff. What they did say in the article, had you read it, is that they're ending the pass holder program, but they will be replacing it with a member, you know, a future program dealing a member based program that they will be replacing it with later. They're just restructuring it. It's nothing to worry about. So. I don't want to offend anyone in California. By the way, the John Wayne Airport in Irvine, I'm being told by our executive producer, is the closest airport to Disney World. I think that's Irvine. Excuse me, Disneyland. Irvine. Irvine. There's an E after the N. I think it's Irvine, um, and I think they grow stevia. So, they grow stevia there. So, so, uh, so yeah. The I don't want to offend anyone in California, but... The views of Adam Byrne are not necessarily the why? views of Mixed Minus. <laughs> But if you had the choice, if you were, if you did not live in either California or Florida and you wanted to attend Disney. Yes. Why would you ever choose California over Florida? Weather. The, the weather I, in Southern California is gorgeous most of the year and it almost never rains and is not a lot of humidity. And it's like Disneyland is in a very gorgeous part of, of California. I've been to both. And I much prefer Disney World. Yeah, because but it's it's designed for tourists. Yes. So yeah. so I I can understand your point. But what if that happened in Florida? What would your would you be heartbroken if you had to start? And would that lessen the number of times you go to Disney, or would you pay for a ticket every single time? Well, I don't think it will happen here, and I don't think it's going to happen in California. I think they're just changing their membership. I mean, they're they're. Think of an annual pass as, all right, if I buy an annual pass, I'm basically saying I'm buying the entire gear. I could go 365 days into your theme park. So instead of paying you $126 to walk in your doors, I'm going to pay you $630 and once, and then I can just go to your park as many times as I want to go. When you have a park that has largely local clientele, more of those people take them up on it. They go there every weekend. They can go there after work. They can go there before work, depending on their shifts, right? It's like, so there's just a lot of people that go to Disney as something to do because they love it that don't maybe spend as much money as those people that would pay the $126 to go in. I mean, but to be fair, isn't that what Taylor and Taffy and... All of those folks do. They just go get coffee at Disney occasionally or so they have passes and they live next door to Disney, I guess. No, they actually live further than I do. I live an oh. hour from Disney property. They live almost two hours from Disney. Property. They seem to be there all the time. I don't know if that's true, but they seem to go a lot. They, you know, and in Disney here doesn't necessarily mean you're going to the theme parks. I don't even think Taffy has an annual pass at this point. Um, anyway. The point is that the question was, what would I do if they got, I would trust, 
I would trust that they're going to replace it with some other system. Maybe it's a system where you can't go 365 days a year. Maybe it's a program like we have here in Florida for Florida residents where we're blocked out from going during particular uh, busy periods. Like we can't go during Christmas time, like the, the week between like almost a week before Christmas until after New Year's, that whole period of time we really can't go. So actually probably two weeks because we the last time that we could go this past year was December 18th until so for December 18th to January 3rd, we couldn't go. During spring break slash Easter time in March and April, that period, we have another two week period where we're kind of blocked out from going. And for that privilege, right? By, by allowing us to be blocked out, we pay a smaller amount for our passes. Um, and then there's a, a layer below our passes where you can't go all summer because summer is very busy at Walt Disney World, so you can't even go during the summer. So I think they're probably just going to try to restrict the number of times that people can go to, they'll probably go to a reservation system like we're having here with COVID right now, where you can have three reservations to go to Disney parks at any one time right? You actually, you have to reserve to go on that day. I'm going, I want to go on January 17th, right? You have to go and make sure that you can, that there's a reservation open for that day. And you can't just with an annual pass, we can't just go and reserve every single day, <laughs> whether we go or not, right? We can only, we can only reserve three days and they'll probably, they kind of like that model, I think. And they're probably going to do something like that at Disneyland. Disney should start, start? Disney sure. should start giving a discount if you've had the COVID vaccine. Maybe that would can convince more people to get the vaccine. <laughs> Disneyland is not even open, so you don't know. Disney World. Did I say uh, Disneyland? Disney. Yeah, whatever. Disney, yeah. The the ones that are open, they should give a because I bet you have a lot of people in Florida that are anti-vaxxers or something wow that's a sweeping generalization of florida so the, the problem with that is adam is that in the infinite wisdom of the current presidential administration no one ever built a tracking system for whether you had been vaccinated or not their honest to god procedure adam it's the mark of the beast daniel is they, they just no, have to they look for the 666 you, they just hand you a piece of paper saying yeah you've been vaccinated it's like there's no registry there's no place that you can look up to see if someone's been vaccinated or not there's no way to keep track of who hasn't been vaccinated it's like it's it's such a this is such been such a huge mismanagement of things. Anyway, that's not important. That's things that I'd like to talk about on my other exciting podcast, uh, Politics with Auntie Scott and Daniel. The oh. um, <laughs> yeah, coming soon to a, to a podcatcher near you. You mean that dang Elvis. So yeah, the Disney annual pass. I mean, if it happened to me, I would just trust that there will be something else along. And if I lived in California, I'd feel the same way. It's like Disney okay. is a company. They want to make money. They're going to offer you something. The answer is not going to be fine. Then you're just going to have to pay $126 every single time you want to come through the gate. They will still reach out to their locals, but probably have some kind of restriction because there were some real abuses of the passes that can easily be absorbed here in Florida because we have so many parks and so much room. Whereas in, you know, the, the, the theme parks in California are very tiny. I don't, I don't know that it gets said often enough Disney California Adventure, that entire theme park, is in the footprint of where the original Disneyland parking lot was. It's like that's that's how close together and and tiny these parks are. I know it's in I know comparison it's small. to to the uh, right. you know yeah. I know it's small. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So it's not impacting you anyway. It's not so impacting it me. And yeah, I, I just, just wait. The, the other thing that Disney did this week that got people kind of upset is that they were announced that they were stopping the Magical Express, which is the, the free bus ride you get from the Orlando airport to Disney property if you're staying there. And it's like, you know, um, they, they were just canceling. And they, their contract with Mears Motor Coach was coming up. And it's like, they didn't say that they weren't going to replace it with something else. It's like, I feel like, a lot of people are just jumping onto the, uh, assuming that it's bad without even hearing what it is that's going to come after it. What's going to, what's going to replace it. Maybe it'll be something that's even better. Uh, size does not matter. It says Auntie Scott in the chat room. Actually, in this case <laughs> where you, like you a, have I a like capacity a- and you, you don't want the parks to fill completely to capacity where you can't have new customers coming in. It size does I like matter. a, I like a girthy theme park. I'm a, I'm a fan. I only meant size in the sense that the Florida parks can absorb a lot more people without without impacting stuff, right? Animal Kingdom is 400 acres. It's like, it's, it's a huge freaking thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. In the chat room, he was just talking about his dick. Um, <laughs> his, no, his wiener. Yeah, and notice name. it's not wainer. It's weird. Oh my God. Adam, you know, we have a behind the scenes club here on our little show. It's called Level 13, where we have uh, a whole bunch of extra audio content that we produce every single week. Namely, you're you're hearing Mixed Minus now as a podcast, but when we start recording this, we've already been talking to each other for almost an hour on the stream, doing all kinds of things, arguing about the stupidest damn things. Tonight and we, it was an hour and 20 minutes. That's right. And we record all that stuff and we throw it up on an RSS feed over at level 13 just for you to consume. It's completely free to join. All you have to do is send us an email, contact at mixedminuspodcast.com and say, hey, I want to join level 13. That's all there is to it. But if you were a level 13 listener, you would already know what Adam is talking about right now, which is the pronunciation of the word stevia. We also talked about Scott the Seder, our good friend, Scott the Seder's 60th birthday. And we played the Dora song for him. So if you haven't heard the Dora song in a long time, you should join level 13 because you'll hear it. Level 13. You should join level 13 because you'll hear it. Uh, on on the regards, my it, diction has gone. My dick, you know what? Really are good you know, I think I feel like my diction's just not girthy enough. <laughs> Didn't you say? <laughs> yeah, well, no, size doesn't matter, Daniel. Didn't you say that Scott's no longer your friend because he's not coming to Disney anymore? So I, I don't know if I good said friend, good friend is not. I said anymore. he was dead to me. Oh well, the same thing. No, I I I, I have a lot of friends. That are dead. Anyway, Adam. But they can't still be your friends if they're dead. You don't believe in an afterlife. So they're gone. <laughs> so they're no longer your friend. Also, a, re- a report. I said this on Geeky Gay, but I believe I mentioned it here as well. Maybe I didn't. My my friend from childhood who they, they went lost. Listing, went, went missing. He went missing on they December found his 24th. Body. They yeah. found his body. Yes. That's the update. Yeah. It is dead. <laughs> his his body is he was not eaten by a shark well he was not eaten by a shark he did not they, fly out on a lark he did not die it, from ingesting bark it's uh i i don't want to make light of someone dying but i kind of am i don't know that sharks didn't nibble but they did find a body so there was it wasn't a complete shark 
eaten. What, was the body nibbled? Scenario. I don't know. I'm saying oh. I, I can't verify that. <laughs> but but he was. I assume I didn't ask a lot of questions, and I don't know if my mom knew the answer. Okay, but I don't know if they. Found you know what? Next time, the water. next time, Adam, you can just ask me, and I'll tell it. I'll tell you as if I knew. I'll, I'll just I'll make it sound like I knew the the answer. Um, you know what else is dead? You probably have some funny thing that you're about to say, but what? Your feet? I, I'm just trying to, yes, exactly. My feet from, from standing. I was just trying to get away from that topic just, you know, just fast as I could. Uh, my standing desk, Adam, you know, I've had this standing desk for a little over a week. I feel like this is an ad. Doesn't it sound like, it <laughs> doesn't, does. that, doesn't that sound like the Use beginning the- of an ad? It's like, you know, I've had my standing desk now for over a week and I can report that my <laughs> blood pressure is lower and my energy is way higher and I'm a much more productive human being. You should check it out at now, standingdesk.com. That's right. Standingdesk.com. They have fine purveyors of uh, cherry, uh, mahogany, sometimes uh, uh, pine uh, standing desk. Check them out. Tell you Dan, tell them that Daniel sent you, and don't forget to use the checkout code MIX- for a wonderful discount. Yeah, what? I was going to say something, and then it completely left my brain. It completely left my brain. Is it true that a standing that standing all day long will lower your blood pressure? I have, I have no idea. No, I was just I was pretending as if it was a commercial. No, I did because not. I did not fact check the stream of consciousness that came out of my mouth. Now, Andy, Andy Scott in the chat room says standing desks make you become Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah, so he's Why talking about how Stevie Wonder. <laughs> it's, I wonder. It's how I'm. See how I'm like kind of. That's a way because your your feet do get really tired. So I have not been using the standing desk a hundred percent every day. I have gotten to the point where any meetings that I have, and I usually have one or two meetings a day that are about an hour long, and. I will use the standing desk for my meetings. So I will stand during the entire meeting. I'll stand when I record that darn Elvis or I record this show. Um, and the entire time we've been on the stream tonight. Well, not the entire time. I <laughs> think right at the beginning I was sitting and then I, I raised it. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been doing it. I've, I, I'm feeling better now. Like this time last week after I'd been standing for a couple hours, I was really kind of sore. But right now I'm, I'm pretty good. I, I'm not sore or anything. So now uh, we had a suggestion for you to get one of those mats that they have at fast food restaurants and retail establishments yeah. that they put behind the counter so that those folks don't get varicose veins. So did I'm, you, I'm did in you a get carpeted, a no, I'm in a carpeted room, which has carpet padding underneath the carpet. And then on top of that, I have the, that plastic, that hard plastic area that you put under your desk for your rolling chair to roll on so yes. that it doesn't chew up the carpet. I have one of those. So I'm standing on a hard plastic surface that is has padding underneath it. And I don't see how that would be any different than the thing from the restaurant. I need one of those things because I'm chewing up the carpet currently. Yeah, you should get them. <laughs> They're very I, cheap. I should I should get one of those. But also, I'm not I wearing didn't. shoes. I, I should mention, I, uh, since the pandemic started, the only time I ever put on shoes is when I'm like going out of the house. It's like uh, around the house. I am either barefoot or have socks on if it's cold. So it's like I, I don't normally wear shoes in the house. So I'm not when I'm standing here. I'm I don't have the cushion. Like I couldn't test insoles or something like that. We were watching. There's this Netflix show of this couple that's kind of a wannabe Chip and Joanna Gaines out in Utah, 
So they they have a design company. Mm-hmm. They became popular on YouTube, and then Netflix bought a show from them. And they do a really good job. But Mark notices the weirdest things when we're watching TV shows. He should he should be a continuity person because he'll notice if a coffee cup moves from one yeah. side of the table to the other or other things like that. Or if the drink but, levels keep going up and down because the actor yes. actually drank the water. <laughs> he'll He'll notice those types of things. But he noticed today... So when they do the reveal, the couple drives up to their home and gets out and goes to their door and meets the designer and she lets them in and says, oh, you know, come see whatever. And he noticed that the wife was not wearing shoes. Her feet were barefoot. Mm -hmm. And he said, why is that woman barefoot if they were in the car coming from somewhere? (laughs) Why? Why is she not wearing shoes? (laughs) And I said, well, it's likely that they were only remodeling one room of their house and we're having COVID right now. So it's likely they were home the whole time. And then the producer said, oh, guys, we need a shot of you driving up. And she was barefoot and she just jumped in the car barefoot. I, however, wear shoes around the house. I don't or sometimes I'll just wear socks, but I think it's. I think when my heels started hurting, I started wearing shoes all the time because the shoes kept my heels from hurting. So, uh, Andy and, Scott in the chat room is saying that Drew, that's his partner, that's his husband, excuse me, not his partner, his husband, who also has a standing desk. Uh, of course, he's an expert at it. He's had it much longer than me, so he's he can stand all day long, which I'm, I'm trying to get to. I, I think I'll eventually get there. Anyway, he says that he uses a padded mat even though he's on a carpet, so... I prefer wearing shoes. I sorry, I shoes. I find it more comfortable. Shoes. I'm wearing shoes right now. Shoes. What's what's wrong with shoe? What's wrong shoes. with the word shoes? Shoes. How should I be saying it? Shoes. Shoeies. Shoes. Showes. Showes. I don't just it's shoes. Okay, but why do we keep why why do we keep saying that word? Oh my God, shoes. These shoes rule. These shoes suck. These shoes suck. These shoes suck. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. Stupid boy. Stupid boy. Let's get some shoes. Let's party. I don't know this. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know this. Should I know this? I didn't didn't either. And it's not that we're old, Adam, because the person that like the person that like knew this was Auntie Scott. So Auntie Scott literally watches YouTube. Auntie Scott has admitted (laughs) that he gets up at twelve thirty, and 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 then watches YouTube for about an hour in bed, and then he moves to his office. Well, he does his ablutions. Is that what they're called? Ablutions. <laughs> he does his his morning ablutions, ablations, ablutions. I don't know, whatever you call them. I put on and my then, morning ablative plating, and yes. then he goes into his office and he watches more YouTube <laughs> in the office. <laughs> why? Why would he do? Why wouldn't he just watch it in bed? Because he has a because he needs a routine so that he just doesn't stay in bed all the. He said this on your show. 
It's a it's a routine, and you need that when you retire or mm-hmm. are semi-retired, so mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. so that you keep active, <laughs> right? So you don't go. You see need now. to move from the bed to the to the office, right? Anyway, I like to wear shoes. That's all I'm saying. Shoes. Okay. Uh, that was that was my standing desk report. Adam is uh, all right. Getting there. Be, you know what? Getting there. That should be a weekly segment. <laughs> should I should we need a make a whole bumper for it and. Uh, we need a, yeah, a bumper. We don't have enough. Since we stopped having segments, we have so few bumpers now. We used to have a lot more. We did, I, but I then I used to spend a lot of time making them. <laughs> no, for Dora, you would literally go to YouTube probably every single time we needed it and just mm-hmm. grab it. Because I asked you for the recording and you said, I just grab it from YouTube. So, yeah, that was a lot of work. So. This is just an update because, and I think this was a level 13 thing as well. I mean, I mean, I mean, we made a whole theme song for people that called into the show before you started hosting. Yeah. So what you're saying is as soon as I started hosting, you got lazy. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I'm done. That's it. I'm out. So, um, so. We no, nobody's whole... stopping you from making segment intros. That's true. But would you now? I'm you... Been, you know, I put out, do you know how many podcasts I put out a week, Adam? And not, not, I mean, I'm only, I only talk on six. two. No, I only talk on two podcasts, but yeah, I do. I put out six podcasts a week because I have to edit the pre-show and the post-show and the actual episodes and whatnot. So I'm too busy to make bumpers, Adam. Cause I also, I don't know if you know this or not, have a full-time job. <laughs> that I work. So it's not like I'm just laying around what? eating this bonbons. Isn't your, this isn't your job. I'm not big fatty. Anyway, Adam, I, uh, I'm well, sorry. I, out, I, I forgot what we were talking about. I put out five a week. If So you're only one more than me. And do I, you so really edit those just, pre and post? I do. Oh, so we, I mean, I don't, the, I don't, I don't edit. I mean, I have to remember it's a, when I, the pre and the post show are recorded on a digital recorder that's separate from something else. It's over here by my mixer. I don't know. You can't see. Anyway, it's over there. Um, and it's an entire, it's, it's one recording. It's not yes. like they're already broken up. So when I edit the pre and the post show, I have to take a, however long we were talking, like let's say four hours for mix minus, I have to find where the actual episode started and ended so that I can then trim off the, the, the pre and the post. And then I do a lot of processing on it. So I do, I, I do noise reduction and compression and mastering on it so that it's, you know, the same levels or whatever, and then save it out and compress it and then upload it. So I was like, it's still a lot of work. Okay. Don't belittle my, uh, well. my work. It's not like I have, you know, the, the, the broadcast software that automatically records and then just starts playing it back on the stream and also like uh, puts it into an MP3 and uh, puts it out as his own well, podcast. I don't have that software, Adam. I'm doing it all myself. Okay. Well, we don't have that yet either. So in last week in the pre-show, we made a whole new stinger for Pride 48 using my voice yes we talked about and we talked about how i thought that it should use some trumpet oh and uh i haven't done anything don't get too excited damn it why would you do this why would you like tease it that way no 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 it's 
So, but I had because Adam, 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 no. this is this is what I pictured. It's like because I had said that maybe I was going to play the trumpet. Well, wait until you hear what I did. You know, it's like no, you know me. There's yeah, no you way I would have yeah, gotten something. You don't done even make bumpers. You don't even make bumpers between. <laughs> so I I did. Now I have not taken out my trumpet since March. Mm-hmm. Because normally I only play when I have a reason to play. I like playing the trumpet, but I'm really I only really enjoy performing. I don't enjoy practicing. It's that is why I'm not a professional trumpeter today. Is because I hate practicing. I like performing, don't like practicing. So I relied a lot on talent to get through high school, college. I did practice a lot, but I got so burned out. I was like, there is no way I'm going to do this as a profession. So I haven't played since March. So today I thought, well, I need to take out my trumpet. And I talked about doing that bumper. So I'm going to just pull out my trumpet and see what... I sound like. Yeah. And I just want to say, when you first started podcasting, now you've been podcasting for 50 years. <laughs> 50,000 years, yes. You were on the radio before you did podcasting. So you've been hearing your voice on recordings. But do you remember the first time that you heard your voice on a recording and and not liking it? Yes. So... I don't record myself playing trumpet very often. And I don't like how I sound when I record my trumpet. (laughs) Now, the thing is, I'm in a weird room that's not conducive to a brass instrument. And there are many other things I'm I'm not. but, But I don't like hearing myself back. And I also don't know how to edit instrumental audio music to make it sound good. I've done voice speaking, which is very easy. You just make a few tweaks, remove noise, level it, stuff like that. But for music, there's a lot more that you need to do. And also, you may need a little bit of auto-tune and a little bit of other things a to little make sure bit of you know, to make sure you're exactly on pitch mm-hmm. because it's hard to stay exactly on pitch mm-hmm. all the time. And so I took it out I'm still going to do it, but it it seems like a very daunting task, and it's only 16 seconds. <laughs> the other thing is, I need to, I feel like I need to compose actual, for instance, for instance, I'll, I'll play this. So I feel like I need like a, bump, this show is part of the Pride bump, 48 bump, podcast bump or something. Network. And then, you know, check out more great shows at pride48.com. And I need some harmony, and I need some some stingers, and some yeah, yeah. Play play the first part one more time. Play, play the first part one more time. It's like this show is see right there. The so it's like podcasting. You can stop. You can stop it. So it's like uh, that first little part where you have the electric piano kind of like down on, and then you can have the brass go bow. See, yeah. And so I've got to be creative and come up with those things. I'll make a note of that that you just said. And I need to harmonize with myself, and I have to I have to figure out how to what level the trumpet should be so it doesn't overpower everything else and mm-hmm. add reverb and all that. So I, I made the first step today. I took my horn out and I figured out what key it's in. Don't ask me. I mean, I figured out what fingerings, not actually what key. You fingered. And so I, I got some of the fingerings down of the melody. Yeah, you did. It is a little 
it is right at the top of my range. Okay. The the end part is right at the top of what I can, and I can't even comfortably play this. The last note is an F sharp above the staff. Yeah. Which, but you could play it is, down below that, and then you could play it octave, and then shift the pitch. I could, but that would be cheating. <laughs> Plus, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now I may be wrong about this, but but trumpet. Part of the part of the really cool sound of a trumpet is that kind of straining sound on a high note. The really, you know, he's really pushing hard for this, which I don't know how to describe it. But there's a when you're like, wow, you know, I mean, like really and that you're really pushing it. You're and I think you would lose that if you played it down an octave. You wouldn't get that same pressure sort of punchy. So like at the at the Tonight Show, of. you have the. Uh... But it's on the really high stuff. No, 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 I'm saying at the at the end of it when he came out, you like, listen to the trumpet here. heard that there in the background there yeah. Little ah! yeah you know there's so and i don't think it would sound the same if you played it down an octave because you lose that you can still play it loud you, you lose that intensity right, you don't you don't have to go down an octave you can in audition you can pitch shift by oh that's true you know a tenth of a of a scale you, you just need to play it off key so in my if true. i was doing it if it were me and yes. i was doing it I would not play that piece while listening because the other stuff you kind of want to like blend in. And so you want to kind of play with the the music. So if you're going to do some bump, 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 in the background, you could actually be listening on headphones to the thing and you can actually judge how loud the trumpet should be just by, you know, turning it away from the mic so you have the kind of the background noise that you kind of want. But that last piece where you really want, I would play that, I would record that separately and hit the highest note I could and on pitch. So I would, I would keep the relative pitch of the notes the same, but go as high as I could where I got the right oomph behind it and then bring yeah. it into audition and just pitch shift those. Well, that would just be maybe drop it by a half. Right, exactly. By a half yeah, note exactly. or whatever. But I can hit the note. I can hit the F sharp, but my face is really red. And you know, this is not a video podcast. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm it, I have veins popping out. It's, I can't hold it for very long. It does, I can only do, I I have to come in and try it right away. If I've been playing for half an hour, I lose it. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can hit it. It's very difficult to play high notes on trumpet. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Uh, it's not, it's, I used to, I used to play the trumpet in high school. And that is, uh, that is what trumpets are known for. Like you're not going to be a Tonight Show trumpet player unless you are one of those that can just be like, Wah! yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, you got to be able to do that. It's and uh, unfortunately, I maybe it was my braces that I had all through junior high. I didn't get the. Oh, uh, yeah, you had to be a reed instrument. Now I point. do. I do have a. a you could have become tone. a flautist. True, I do have a jet tone mouthpiece, which does help you get higher. Not as much as you would have thought. <laughs> I, I have a vape pen for that, but. <laughs> <laughs> so my update is I did practice for about 20 minutes this afternoon. Uh-huh. I figured out some fingerings 
and it is it is now a work in progress. So All I right. will just like you gave a standing desk uh, desk update. That's right. Can you make I, a bumper? Giving... Can you make a bumper for the bumper update? <laughs> yes, I can. Well, before you do that, can you make a bumper sending us to break? Because we still don't have that. I, you know what I want? I want those guys in England that do all the the podcasts that do the greetings from nowhere and cocktails and cream puffs and all all the other ones they've done. I don't listen and to I, any of these shows. And I want them. And I want them to oh, sing. Cast five. What is it? Flat. Uh, no, flat twenty three. Flat. Flat something. Yeah. And I want them to sing the. After these messages, we'll be right back. I mean, we could and, probably go on Fiverr and find a local band to play that, and then do some harmony and stuff with it. Maybe some trumpet punches. Like, I, matter of fact, and, I say, uh, Adam, I say we take all the. Those big, big anchor bucks that we drug in from uh, doing the anchor commercial stuff. We should take those big bucks and hire a local band to to do that for us. I think it's okay. a genius idea, Adam. Put it up on the board. I think it's a genius okay. idea. Which I'll, put it, I'll put but, it up on the board. But until then, can you please send us to break? You know what, Adam? We record this show live every Friday night on Pride48.com in front of the world's most amazing chat room. That's right. People come in and they listen to us do this crap. And tonight, one of the people, Auntie Scott, my yes. co-host Scott on That Darn Elvis, uh-huh. felt so bad because Adam in pre-show made him feel so bad because normally Scott has our show on, the pre-show on, and then while he's cooking dinner for his husband- while he's cooking dinner for his husband, and then he wants to spend the evening with his husband, with his loving husband. He wants to spend it with it, and they don't want to listen to this crap. They want to watch some some real entertainment on the television. And Adam, you made him feel so bad about it that he is still uh, in- interacting with us in the chat room. But Adam, can you please tell us who else is joining us in the chat room this evening? Well, I can, but I would like to defend myself a little bit. We don't know that he felt bad at all. It may be that dinner is running a little later than normal tonight. It could be that Drew is doing something, walking the dogs or whatever. We don't know that I put any sort of guilt trip on Auntie Scott. So I just want to clarify that right now. I do appreciate him being here, though. Okay. It's making me happy. Uh, But also making me happy is our executive producer, Cyclone. Yes. And Egg Gong. Egg Gong? And Sater, although I don't know if he's still listening, but he was here. Yep. And we also had... Kathy Bacon. Kathy Bacon, or we have Kathy Bacon is listening. Mm -hmm. She's not in the chat room, (laughs) but but she'll randomly tweet things out to us. Yes. Yes. And I is that all? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's pretty much else. it. If you would like to join us, you always can. You just head over to Pride 48 on, on Friday nights at uh, around 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. 10, 10 o'clock p.m. in the evening. We're here from 10 until around 4 in the morning. We're, yeah, so we're, we start, we're like the Today Show. Remember the Today Show that had, uh, what's his name and who's or what's it on it? Jane Polly and Bryant Gumble. That show started at about 4 a.m. and it just ran on until like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. It was, it was what's great. the one? Was it CBS that had, they would, at some point, they would bring on Hoda and Kathy. That's NBC. Lee yeah. So or that, whatever. so Hoda 
and Kathy Lee were the Today Show's fifth hour, I think. So it's like the Today Show would go on from like, you know, until about 9 a.m. And then the extra hour was on after that. But, you know, now Hoda is the actual host of the Today Show. I was reading the chat room and I yes. hope that was not something I needed to respond to. But but we are we don't have the budget to have a Hoda and Kathy Lee come in and sub for us in the fifth hour, but we do start drinking wine and making less sense in the fifth hour. <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, so we, we try to replicate that as best we can. Well, there you go. Yeah. That was a long way to go for a joke. Uh, let's see. I don't think we have any email. I don't think we have any contact. I did want to call out, just because, we did get an email from someone by the name of Scotty. Yes. Who says, hey, guys, love the show. I would like to join level 13. Thanks. As all he did. Yeah, that's all he had to do. That's all he did. Uh, I sent yeah. him. No, I mean, I sent him the invitation. He, 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 he may have joined me. Not, I mean, well, I mean, he joined level 13. I don't know if he went to our discord or not. Did I mention that level 13 has its own discord? Sure. Let's just, we have our let's own just discord. Pretend, let's just pretend that I said and that. And this is, this is what happens on the Discord. It's so fun. Someone will say something <laughs> on a Monday, and then Wednesday, I'll think, oh, man, I should check the Discord, and I'll, I'll respond. And then the following Monday, somebody res- responds to me. So that, that's, how it, that's how it goes. I always miss the action. There, it seems there's a time period when you guys all go in there and start just chatting with each other. Turn your notifications. Just turn your notifications on for that server. And then later, yeah, I should do that. And then later I think, oh man, I'd love to interact with these people. And I try to write something and then they're busy. So well, that's why you should turn on your notifications for that channel. And then, <laughs> then that won't happen. It's a news game. It's a news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. This is a segment of the show where Adam will read me some questions from the New York Times Friday News Quiz, and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer said questions. These are all multiple choice questions, but I will try to answer it without uh, going to the multiple choice. If you'd like to play along, just head over to nytimes.com, search for a news quiz, and you can find the quiz. It's an 11-question quiz, but Adam's only going to ask me five questions that he is picking out based on whether he thinks I will know them or not. Spoiler alert, he always goes for the ones he thinks I won't know because it gives him a lot of satisfaction on his face. Uh, and then after the news quiz, we'll, we'll, we'll just pull a random trivial pursuit card. And in one minute's time, I will try to answer as many questions as I can. Adam, what is our first question on the news? That sounded way more complicated than it needed, but what is our first question this evening? They're doing that thing again, where they say, what are the New Yorkers doing inside of these canvas yurts? Adam, and it's a picture, Adam, and, it is an eleven question quiz, and you just have to pick five of them. Are you telling me that no, no. more than seven of them? All right, here's your first one, Daniel. Donald Trump this week became the first president to be impeached twice. Who and you are not getting multiple choice on this one. Okay. Who are the two presidents to have been impeached once? The funniest line I heard this week 
was somebody on one of the news shows that said half of the impeachments in American history belong to Donald Trump. Anyway, uh, it was Andrew Jackson and Bill Clinton. Those are the two uh, presidents that have been impeached. Um, it is not. Do you want to try again? I, I want to know what the answer is, that's according to them. Um, well, their answer is Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton. <laughs> President Andrew Johnson. Yeah, you said Andrew Jackson. Uh-huh. Well, so but Andrew it's Andrew Johnson, Johnson and Bill Clinton. Oh, is it? I always thought so, it was Andrew Jackson. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, it is uh, Andrew Johnson, the 17th president of the United States. I, I mean, I would assume that New York Times has fact checkers and other people on staff that make sure that their answers are actually correct. Okay, well, great. So uh, I yeah, will accept right. I will accept that loss because I always thought that it was Andrew Jackson. All right. Which of these House members was among the 10 Republicans who voted to impeach Trump, the largest number of a president's own party ever to do so? We have Lauren Boebert. We have Liz Cheney. We have Jim Jordan. We have Kevin McCarthy. And we have Steve Scalise. I, the Bo- Lauren Boebert is the, the crazy chick that carries a gun with her at all times. And now she refuses to go through the metal detectors that they set up at the, uh, at the Capitol because she still wants to carry her gun. Anyway, it's Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, the third in command in the House of Representatives or the Repu- on the Republican side. That is correct, Daniel. She's right. also the daughter of Dick Cheney. Number three. HBO Max ordered a 10-episode reprise of Sex in the City yeah, to be called And Just Like That. Mm-hmm. Which of the four stars said she would not participate? Uh, that would be some uh, Jessica Parker. What's her name? Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Is that her name? Sarah Jessica Parker. That is oh, wait, is it, is it Kim Cattrall? It is Kim Cattrall. Oh. Um, yes. Yeah, so Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis are all reprising their roles in, and just like that, and Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker hate each other. Yeah. Kim Cattrall is not going to. Here's the thing. It. Here's the thing. I get it, but I don't get it. I don't see why people are upset about that. It's like, well, okay, I, it's like you can do Sex in the City without Samantha. You just you can't can. do you can't do Sex and the City without Carrie, right? It's like Carrie is the main character, and although Samantha had some good lines, that would be like, oh, you couldn't do Will and Grace without Karen. It's like, yeah, you could. She was the comic relief. She's just a sidekick. She can be replaced. You could. Someone I saw someone say that they should replace her with a gay man because most of her storylines would work for a gay man just as yeah, well. They would. And the other thing is, is I hate to break this to you. Kim Cattrall didn't actually like ad lib those lines. They were written by someone. So all they have to do is replace her with another actress that reads lines that they wrote. So go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. What, what is the uh, fourth question on the news quiz? The penultimate question, as it were. All right. Number four. Sadir Japarov won a landslide victory to become Kyrgyzstan's president this week. Four months ago, he was in jail serving a sentence for what crime? All right. Organizing pro-democracy marches, mm-hmm. fraudulently overturning a previous election result, <laughs> Okay. orchestrating the kidnapping of another politician, 
uh-huh. secretly working for the Chinese government in the neighboring Xinjiang region. Not sure if I pronounced that correctly. I have not either. Or selling an illegal hybrid of Kirzix tobacco. I have no idea. <laughs> so now you're looking at the chat room? How dare you? I saw I have no you. idea. I've already admitted looking. I have no idea. I was trying to see why, uh, Aunt, why Auntie Scott laughed at me singing the news game. I sing it every week. All right. The answer is orchestrating the kidnapping of another politician. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, that, yeah, that's what I meant. I meant that. So right. we'll, we'll just take that as a win. So it's like, there you go. That's, that's a win. No, no, that was, that was not a win. Um, all right. Oh, Number true five. laughed out loud. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Alabama won the college football championship this week. It's sixth title. All right, in so I have years. no who, fucking clue. Who was the last Blue State team? I have no idea. You could at least guess. What are my choices? What are my choices? Blue State team. You haven't even heard the whole question. It does, does it matter? Like the most points, most yards the, and running, the most, the, uh, last, the, the most the field last, goals, the uh, most, the most three point shots. I don't know what. The just, last what are my choices? Blue State team. Got it. That is one based in a state that Joe Biden. No, won in I understand the definition of blue win state. To a Got national that. championship. Got it. I I know what a blue state is. You didn't All have right. to like mansplain that to me. But thank Georgia you. Georgia in 2017. They are not a blue state, although they Florida, did vote blue this last time. But they're not yet a blue state. Florida is not then, a blue state. No, no, no. You're you're not. Then you need to listen to the question, Daniel. That is why there was an explanation. I was not mansplaining. Okay, Georgia. They consider it's Georgia, Adam. Is it Georgia? I don't know. Well, that's why it seems to be why you were leading me that way. I don't know the answer yet. I don't know until I okay. No, they said a blue state to them is one that Joe Biden won in 2020. Okay, I got that. Georgia in 2017, Florida in 2008, Southern California in 2004, Minnesota in 1960. Or Princeton in 1896, the last team to win the national championship that was from a state that Joe Biden won in 2020. What was the year for Minnesota? 1960. Yeah, we'll go with that one. We'll go with Minnesota. <laughs> it was uh, Southern California in 2004. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three. I think I got a five out of five there, Adam. I'm pretty sure I got all five questions correct. Oh my goodness. You got one out of five. (laughs) I think in that case, we don't even do the, the trivial pursuit, right? We just don't. uh, Oh, look at you. You're just so, so happy about this, Adam. It's just like, I've not seen you this happy before. You're just like, you're, you're just beaming with happiness. I'm always, a, I'm a happy person, Daniel. I don't know if you knew that about me. Are you ready for the, the trivia oh, challenge? Oh, I'm trying to be ready. Minute to win it? I'm trying to be ready. I wonder if there was a minute to win it theme song, or is that the one you're playing? That's the Remember one Remember that playing. song? Yes, Guy that's Fieri the one was the host. Adam, I am ready. Let's throw 60 seconds up on the big clock. The game begins in three, two, one. What Mississippi town name provides the answer to the Arizona town of Y? Not. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Whose 1974 defection in Toronto eventually changed the face of ballet in the U.S.? Uh, Some Canadian. 
That's Mikhail Baryshnikov. Where was JFK when he said the U.S., quote, never had to put up a wall to keep our people in? Berlin. I'll give it to you, West Berlin. All right. What planet is circled by only two moons? Oh, oh, uh, uh, Venus. Oh, you were so close. Mars. What's the top U.S. grant-giving foundation? Uh, I don't know. The Ford Foundation. What golfer hit Ben uh, Crenshaw no, no, on the I'm head? Sorry. With sorry, sorry, we're done. We're done. All right, let's see. Out of six questions. I didn't get zero. You got two. I was really, I was debating between Mars and Venus, Mars and Venus, Mars and Venus, and I went with Venus. Yes, Mars, Mars was the Mars was the correct answer. It was, why not? Mikhail Baryshnikov, West Berlin, Mars, Ben Crenshaw was the golfer, and the Ford Foundation was but the I, top I feel like, giving foundation. I feel like, you know, you're like pulling an Alex Trebek on me. I don't, can you name the two moons of Mars? No, but I'm... I'm so you showing. didn't know. You didn't know necessarily. I'm not saying. I'm not. Don't feel bad that you can't answer these trivia questions. They're hard. I said. By the way, it's, it's phob- this, Phobos and Demos. When we first started this little addition to the to the game segment, mm-hmm. I said they're very hard. It took I, you know I, what? I welcome this challenge. My my only complaint yes. is just how gleefully. No, I'm lethal. You I can't get help it if I smile. I can't help it. I can't. Uh, I'll try to. That's frown just my next natural time. state. I just smile. I just smile a lot. That's what I like to do. I like to smile, and so I, it's just three. coincidence. It's coincidence that I only smile on the times that you get it wrong. So, uh, just for everyone's record counting, he got three out of eleven tonight. Let's see, three out of just, eleven. Uh, that is a three hundred and thirty. That Adam is a triple. A plus in my book. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's absolutely, I did great. That, sir, is something that someone who thinks Trump win, won the election would say. Adam, I, he won it in a landslide. Okay. <laughs> he won it in a landslide. <laughs> if it weren't for those damn Dominion voting machines, he would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. All right, uh, news quiz, let's get out of here. All right, Adam, uh, every single week on this show, we get boxes and boxes and boxes of information FedEx to us from our executive producer. His name is Cyclone. He pays an ungodly amount of money to have these things actually shipped to us every week. And, uh, you know, because he spends so much money and we feel bad, we actually use it. Uh, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that all happened on January 15th of some year. Uh, so in all of history, on January 15th, this is information that comes from the Mixed Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. Uh, today, Adam, January 15th is National Hat Day. I didn't wear my hat. The one time I don't wear my hat and it's on National Hat Day. You, you, you I, clearly you sent your hats out to get clean I, for National Hat Day and they screwed you over by not uh, bringing them back. Yeah, I did. Did you know that in 1849, the bowler hat was invented by Edward Koch as a I've hat. I've never worn a bowler hat. As a hat well, for gamekeepers. Maybe I have. Is a bowler hat, the, it's a top hat, but it's shorter. No, I think a bowler hat is, 
you know, like the Hollywood Green Derby is shaped like a bowler. It's kind of like a, a rounded top, but it has a brown. Oh, it's around a rounded it. top. What's yeah. the one that's a top hat, but it's not quite as tall as a top hat? Are they both called top hats? I, I guess. You know what I'm talking I'm, about? I, I'm it not has a, a hat flat expert. top, <laughs> but a top hat is around this tall. Yes. And it's it's about that tall. I don't, I do About half as tall. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh. In 1882, the fedora was invented and Adam in the early 1900s, no one knows exactly when, the beanie was created. So I have a not funny story about a hat. I When I was in California, I went to the Twit Studios. Yes. I don't know if you knew that. I don't think I, you, I, did you ever tell me that? I went to the Twits. I don't know. You went to Petaluma, California. I went to Petaluma, and went California, to... and I went to watch a show. Was this during the two and years that we weren't talking to each other? I don't know. I, I don't. It, it could have been because it was it was a trip for work. Because I know California. I would have asked. I would have definitely asked questions about it. So go I ahead. Went, go ahead. Adam. And they take a picture of you. Yes. When when they get done with the show, anybody who's in the audience, you go up. They'll take a picture on your cell phone. Yes. Or whatever you want. Here you go. Here's a selfie and with me, here, yeah, you, and a, Leo you, Laporte. And I have a picture with Leo Laporte. And nice. he wanted me to wear the damn fez. The, the damn yes. twit fez. Yes. And I refused. Mm-hmm. And I think I pissed him off. <laughs> I think he really wanted me to wear the fez. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I was wearing a baseball cap. I didn't want to look stupid in the picture because I wanted to keep it. And have it for my memory, and I didn't want to be wearing a stupid, ugly fez. Right. Did it ever cross your mind to go like, "Can we do one of each?" Because I, I would like one that I'm going to frame, and I don't want to wear a fez in it, but I will wear well, a fez for 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 another picture. Funny you say that, Daniel, because in a angry tone, Leo informed me that I could have asked to take two, <laughs> and he sounded perturbed. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I. Um, Pissed off Leo Laporte because oh my I God. wouldn't wear his That's damn amazing. fez. I would not wear his fez. I didn't know you didn't know that story. I didn't know. I never heard mine. that story. Yeah. I, I'm learning new things about Adam I've, Burns today. I've been banned from the studio. I can't January, believe I never told you that. January 15th, 2021. I learned something <laughs> new about my co-host of over a decade. All right. Uh, today, well, the day that we're recording anyway, uh, January 15th is Martin Luther King's birthday. It's, it's observed on the Monday, but uh, the 15th was his actual birthday. So happy birthday, uh, Dr. Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Happy birthday. Uh, let's see. Today in gay history, the New York DMV in this day in 1973 banned offensive license plate combinations, including Dyke, D-Y-K, and Fag, F-A-G. Well, that's... That's good. Yeah. Would you, uh, wouldn't it be embarrassing to go to the DMV and tell them that's what you wanted? No, that would mean, I would, I would ask for fag 666. That's what I would ask. It's like, (laughs) do you have fag 666 available? Cause I think I'd like to support that. I would be, I don't know. I would be embarrassed to ask for that because I, I, even though I am a fag, I hate that word. I really hate that word. But even though I am one of those, We're, we're claiming it back. Yes. I, I would feel like they would think that I was doing it in a homophobic way and not a I'm proud of what I am way. So. On this day in 1975, Space Mountain opened at Walt Disney World here in Florida. 
that makes it, uh, well, it's going to be, so it was the 45th anniversary of Space Mountain last year, uh, because I actually have the pin from that, but, uh, and also the Carousel of Progress, so the, the, the two attractions opened the same year. But yeah, Space Mountain opened in 1975, which is is important to realize that Walt Disney World opened in 1971. So it was not an opening day attraction. Space Mountain was added four years after the park uh, was open. Uh, let's see. The Great Boston Molasses Flood happened uh, in 1919. Really? It seems like only yesterday. Only yesterday that fiery hot molasses flooded the streets of Boston. <laughs> Killing, I, killing 21 people, injuring scores of others, and delighting children from from blocks around with their pancakes. Uh, it's uh, well, look, Adam has posted. I did the the, the picture with Lee. Oh, he does look pissed. He looks well, he looks yeah. really pissed. <laughs> he's like there, he's like he's mid sentence going like this motherfucker wouldn't wear a goddamn pet fez. It's like uh, he does. There is one where he's smiling. They took they they took about six or seven pictures so but i chose that one because that's the perturbed mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. <laughs> also on january 15th in 2009 was the day that uh sully sullenberger landed a plane on the hudson river is that the guy who uh tom cruise played in a movie oh i remember that yeah. is there anyone that tom cruise hasn't played in he's like it's the scott bullock story with tom cruise it's 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 right. very it's very uh interesting what, what else happened on oh in 1972, a, a song hit number one in the pop charts. A song that is 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 a, is a, is an earworm. Adam, an earworm. Yep, an earworm. It's a bye bye Miss American Pie. Right, everybody knows that song. I think BTS does a cover of that song. Um, no, they don't. <laughs> I don't know, but it would I be don't great. Listen to BTS. I think, I think it would I, be I great. Don't. You don't listen to BTS? No, I don't. What do you have against BTS? Nothing. I don't. Well, okay. Let me back up. I don't really listen to music. So Mark controls all of that. I don't listen to albums or anything. But if they were on, uh-huh. the only time I listen to music is in the car or sometimes Mark will play music on our Amazon Echo. And when we're cleaning the house or something. So right. if they're on, sure, I'm not going to turn it off, but okay. I don't I don't know their songs. I don't seek them out all right we'll say well uh in january 15th of some year the number one movie at the box office uh had this song associated with adam so i'm gonna play you the song you tell me what the movie is you ready Uh, i would only I would only be, I have no clue, but like, I don't even know. That's no guesses. What do you, uh, no the guesses? The Green Hornet. The Green Hornet. Yeah. It was a test, Adam. I was just making sure you didn't know who BTS was. <laughs> that was actually BTS. Oh. <laughs> had nothing to do with any movie. No, it's like, I, th- honestly, here are the movies that I had to choose a theme song from. You ready? Ride along to The Green Hornet, Glory Road, From Dusk Till Dawn, Iron Eagle, Iron Man Flint, and The Lieutenant War Skirts. None of these sh- movies have a theme song that's even remotely uh, identifiable. Oh. So it's just like, I kind of like <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh, right. let's I, see. I, I, 
yes, I do. I want to confess, I have the list of movies in front of me. However, I normally, I, who knows the theme song to a movie unless it's yeah. Harry Potter or, or Jaws any, or yeah, something any John Williams movie, basically. Happy birthday, January 15th to Pitbull. He turned 40 to Lisa Lisa, who turned 54. Do you know Lisa Lisa, Adam? No, I don't. She was a star in the, well, she was a one hit wonder in the 80s. I think it was okay. Lisa Lisa in Cult Jam. Was that the? Uh, uh, I was very young in the eighties, very very young, and we only listened to Hosanna praise music and uh, PTL. Yeah, watched so. PTL on TV, so I I didn't. Is this Lisa Lisa? This is Lisa Lisa here. Let's let me jump forward to it. Oops, I don't want to mute it. Do I even know this song? Yeah. There you go. Do you know that song? No. It sounds like every other 80s song. It really is. It's just a generic 80s song starring Lisa Lisa. All right. Charo if you, turned. If you asked me who Tammy Faye Baker or Paul and Jan Crouch were, I would know all of them, but right. not, not Lisa Lisa. Uh, Charo turned 70 January 15th. So, uh, wow. Wait. Why didn't you just. All right. I have to. All right, I have to teach our executive producer how to like embed time codes in a link from 33 <laughs> oh, all- seconds. Here we go, here we go. I have to get to the 33 oh. seconds. It's Charo. Is that her playing? Yeah, she's playing. Well, she's not bad. She's I only just know so her damn for saying energetic. coochie, coochie, coochie. I know. She's just so damn energetic. Uh, let's see. Who else do we say happy birthday to? Andrea Martin from Second City TV. Uh, and there we go. Happy and birthday. Martin, yeah, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., who we already said. Oh, and Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges, uh, who is dead, had his birthday was January 15th. Uh, from the Weekly World News, health secrets doctors don't want you to know. Why, why, would, why would doctors want to sh- hide health secrets from you? I don't know. There's a big, there's a big uh, syringe taking some medicine out of a vial. It makes me think of the vaccine. It's like, why, why would doctors, I can guarantee you, I grew up around doctors. They don't want to see you. They would rather be at home doing something else. They don't want to listen to you bitch about you. They could like tell you to like, uh, you know, take this and you'll never get sick. Then. Well, I don't, I don't think doctors want you to look at WebMD before you come into their office. No, because you're probably going so, to misdiagnose yourself and like you convince yourself that you have like pancreatic cancer and you just had like indigestion or something. And I don't think that they they want your they want you to watch I heard, commercials um, for various drugs because a lot of people will request specific drugs. Even ask though it's your not doctor. What they need. Ask your doctor about Alexis. Um, Adam, uh, I heard once that a guy went to the doctor thinking he had appendicitis, and it turns out. His belt was too tight. Anyway, um, let's see what else I have here. Did you, did you get that joke? That was a really good joke. I, that was a deep cut. That was a deep. I actually did not get it. That was a deep cut of Fried 48 there. See if you can get that joke. All right. I was um, just going to move along. I chuckled and was going to move along and I, I did not get it. Let's just say, Adam, that you would need to be catching up to get that joke. All right. Uh, uh, so oh, let's go. Oh. It's like, uh, looks like <laughs> in, uh, on the Perry Como was on the cover of TV guide in 1961. 
Andy Griffith was on the uh, cover in 1971. I love Matlock. Well, he was not there for Matlock in 1971. And, uh, oh, Bill Cosby in 1966. Well, that 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 hasn't aged bad, badly. America's um, dad. <laughs> Elvis in 2001. And uh, a special cover in 2011 about God on TV. Is primetime keeping the faith? Uh, anyway, we, we do thank uh, 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 Cyclone for all of the uh, hard work that he puts in. That's not a joke. That is, uh, you know, for real. No, it's serious. Yeah, we absolutely do. All right, Adam, uh, just to wrap this all up in a nutshell here. He may indeed do more work than I do for this show. <laughs> that, is, that, is an abs- I, that is an absolute truth. I uh, show up and talk. That's right. Adam, that's- speaking of talking, I mm-hmm. was in a meeting on Thursday morning. And this was a meeting where they were demoing something that a lot of people wanted to see. And it was run by somebody who I work with. So it was, you know, I work with uh, people in the, in the learning. Anyway, so one of my friends was running this meeting. And so when I got into it, there were a bunch of people that had their mics on. Someone was doing a presentation, but a bunch of people had their mics on and there was some background noise coming from, from different ones. And uh, so before the meeting, the guy asked everyone to mute their microphones. Yes. So as the presentation starts, I hear a door slamming and people walking, you know, someone walking over and sitting down in the chair and they sit down in a chair that's the squeakiest goddamn chair ever. He's like, <laughs> like sitting down in this chair uh-huh. and then like fiddling around and what. So I'm immediately, because we use my, my, you know, Microsoft Teams, immediately I'm scrolling down the list of attendees and seeing who doesn't have their mic muted so that I can mute it, right? I'm trying to find the background noise so that I can mute it because uh-huh. you know me, I'm a control freak when it comes to audio and you know that I do this anyway. Were you s- running the meeting? No, in Microsoft teams in a meeting, like this was not a presentation meeting. This was anyone could mute other people. This, this oh. was not, yeah, this is not a, a team's event or something where you have a moderator or whatever. This is just a, an open meeting. So I'm scrolling down this list of probably about 40 or 50 people. And when I finally find the microphone that's open, the guy that's making the noise Guess who it is? The person who's presenting. No, it was my brother. It was my brother. Oh. <laughs> my brother works for the same company I do. And he happened to be in this demo of he's in the sales department, but you know, he happened to be in this demo watching it. And so I had to mute my brother. It's like so I had to send him well, a message I- going like, I was looking for who was making all the noise in the background. And it turns out it was you. Thank you. I, well, I didn't your know mind. your brother worked for the same company. It's so um there's a word for it when familial working in the same place. It's yeah. What is yeah, it? I can't think of it. I mean, we don't work in the same department. It's not nepotism. He didn't get me my job. Yeah. That's the yeah. word. That's yeah. the word. No. We've both worked or, or narcoleptic. As they said in the chat room. <laughs> and we just fall asleep because we bore each other. No, it's like, my, no, my brother's worked for this company for 30 something years. I started with this company when he did, but then I left for a long time. So I didn't work for it for 30 years. I, I came back to it. So, Oh, so you had already worked there before? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, all right. Well, I had worked for one of the, our company is owned by a cap, you know, venture capitalist, which, bought up three or four different medical software companies and merged them all together. So I worked for one of the companies that they had bought up and, and merged. So the, the company I came back to work for was not the same named company that I left because they swallowed. Anyway, I just thought that that was uh, funny that I like had to mute my brother 
Well, I, thing. I'm just going to say to people who join meetings, especially in this time of COVID where we're all on Zoom, would you just mute your damn self when you join a call unless you have anything to say? Mute nobody yourself. Wants to hear, nobody wants to hear your dog barking. Nobody wants to hear your chair squeaking. Nobody hear, wants to hear your wife talking in the background. Nobody wants to hear your kids doing their schoolwork. None of it. Just mute yourself. Mute yourself. There you go. This is a public service announcement from Adam Burns. Also, talk into the talk into the goddamn microphone. Don't like stand 19 feet away from the goddamn thing and shout across your empty, echoey room because nobody can understand what the fuck you're saying. You can set Zoom to join with audio muted. You Unless you're do the, that. You know, the presenter, in which case you need to present. Yeah. Then we do want to hear you. True. Anyway, Adam, uh, if people would like to send us some email, they can do so. It's contact at mixminuspodcast.com. Hey, you can send us a voicemail. All you have to do is go to, on your browsing device, voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and just uh, press a little button and start recording and leave us a voicemail. It'd be great. We'd love to hear from you. That was that was a great... Oh, <laughs> Shit. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.